Take your Bible tonight and turn to the book of Genesis chapter 7. That's where we'll start. We're going to flip to, um, we'll flip to four uh, different passages tonight. And the title of my message, get this one, Kelly, Raponde Suvulpe. And uh, I don't know if anybody knows what that means. Does anybody have any idea what that means tonight? Uh, RSVP. And uh, it's French for RSVP. And uh, <clears throat> that's the title of the message. If you want to know how to spell it, look it up, Kelly. Um, but uh, I've, I've got it written down here, but you can just put RSVP. Uh, <clears throat> let's uh, read a few verses of Scripture here. Uh, verse 1 of chapter 7 of the book of Genesis says, And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Drop down to... Uh, verse 7, And Noah went in and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Father, we love you tonight. We thank you for the opportunity to uh, uh, come and, uh, Lord, uh, uh, fellowship with uh, believers in uh, you and uh, those that have accepted Christ. Lord, we thank you for your word and what you've done for us and uh, God being good to us and, uh, Lord, when we don't deserve it. And I just pray tonight that you'd help me to speak, say what, uh, Lord, needs to be said, withhold uh, what doesn't, and, uh, God, may I be used of you and, uh, Lord, you be pleased uh, with us when we walk out the doors. It's in Jesus Christ I make my prayer tonight and amen. Uh, during the course of uh, uh, our life and the things that we do, uh, uh, we we get we uh, have uh, many factors that uh, impact uh, having invitations and have invitations to come. And we see that uh, the Lord said to Noah here uh, to come and uh, all thy house come into the the ark for thee have I seen righteous uh, in my sight and. Uh, uh, friends, length of life, uh, family, the si- uh, our family size and job, uh, the list goes on as far as things we get invited to or the things that uh, we go to over the course of our life. Uh, but there's one invitation that's imperative as Christians that we accept or somebody that hasn't accepted that invitation, and that is uh, accepting the Lord Jesus Christ or coming. I heard Jimmy this morning in his prayer. He said, come, Lord, and uh, visit with us. Come. Uh, I I hear it in different prayers that we have uh, in our church. Uh, Lord, come be our uh, special invited guest and and be with us. And we do want the Lord to come and be part of that. And we see here, uh, we know the story here uh, of, of the flood and how God brought Noah and his family in and uh, uh, told him to to close the door up and uh, Noah obeyed and he went in and uh, uh, it's the first use of come in the Bible as as we see there as he told him to come in to the ark. God saw his righteousness. We know that the Bible says that Noah walked with God. Uh, We know over in in, in the book of Genesis here as well that Enoch walked with God and he was and he was translated up. And we see that God... uh, called these people that walked with him, those that were with him, to come and, and, and be uh, with him. God saw their righteousness, and God sees our righteousness as well if we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior tonight. He knows uh, that we have uh, his son's righteousness on our lives. It doesn't matter about others. We know that Noah's generation was wicked. We can't focus on what the others are doing or what the world's doing. we got to focus on what we're doing 
doing and having Jesus Christ's righteousness on us because God sees his righteousness. And, and because of that, because Noah saw that, he and his family were saved. That's what we're trying to do tonight. That's what we want to keep uh, our families uh, uh, from being hurt and uh, scarred by the marks of sin and the things that are uh, out there that can hurt them. Uh, we want God to see our righteousness and we want our children, our families, our wives, our husbands and those that are around us to have God's righteousness so that God will protect them uh, as well. The ark was built with the door and uh, Jesus is our door tonight. As that's a type of refuge for, uh, for Noah and his family, Jesus is our refuge tonight in the times of trouble and the things that we're facing uh, in, in our lives as those that are sick and we pray for them and uh, try to uh, ask God to intervene on their behalf. Uh, uh, we know that God is their refuge. And we see in verse 7 that Noah went in. The same with us tonight. We must go in. Jesus is calling, come, and uh, he's calling the lost sinner to come. And I don't know, it's, it looks like home folks tonight and people that are, uh, have made a profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But those that are listening, there may be somebody that's listening or somebody that uh, doesn't know for sure. But we must go in and uh, Jesus is calling for us to come in. No response is not a good response in that. Silence or no action is not the proper response in these type of actions. If Noah hadn't went in, then we know what would have happened to him. Noah would have uh, lost his life and his family as well. And we see the urgency that God has put on it. The ark, as I mentioned, was a type of Christ for protection from the coming of the judgment that's coming. And there's coming a judgment on our nation, on our land, on the things that are there. And uh, I told our Sunday school class this morning, it doesn't, uh, <clears throat> we, we, we get all excited, but you know, I'm excited at the fact that I can't die. I'm alive in Jesus Christ tonight, and I'm born again, and Christ has quickened my spirit. While this flesh may die, uh, the spirit that lives within me is going to be with Christ forever, and I'm not going to die. And I can get excited about that and enjoy my Christian walk with him. I can be happy about what God has done for, uh, for me. And I, I would encourage you tonight to come, and the invitation there is come. Now go over to Isaiah chapter 1. We'll look at a few verses here and see that there's, there's a raponde uh, suvalpe. Uh, God wants you to come, and that means please respond. You need to respond to God. You, the, the Holy Spirit is beckoning upon uh, every one of our hearts tonight. God wants you to do something. I don't know what it is. God didn't save you to do nothing. God wants us all to respond to his calling in something uh, that he's got for us. I, I need to turn in my Bible. You're all already there. Isaiah chapter 1. Uh, look down at verse 18. And um, as soon as I get there. Verse 18. Come now. Come now. He's, he's, he's wanting you to respond to it. And let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. We know that uh, Isaiah was uh, preaching here to a sinful nation and uh, uh, he was uh, uh, <clears throat> trying to get them to see. He, he was calling them to repent. 
Now we get saved if we go through the door and, and we respond to God's call uh, in that, then God wants us to get some things out of our lives. He wants us to repent of some things that are in our lives and turn from those things and do what he would have us to do. And uh, we know uh, that if, if we don't do those things, that there, there, there's a penalty uh, to be paid for for those things. Uh, he, he talks about some of the things that uh, were in, in, in their lives and uh, they were a sinful nation. They were laden with iniquity. They were... Uh, uh, had evildoers among them. They were uh, children, corruptors. They were, they were things that everything that's going on in our nation today that we need to see as well. And he said, come, let us reason together. There's always a consequence for not accepting the invitation of the Lord. There's always a consequence for it. For every uh, thing that we don't do that God has called us to do, there's a consequence on the other end of that. And, and we need to see that. Uh, in this case, uh, in this chapter, and you can read as you've read, some of you have read Isaiah and you know the consequences that were there. They were devoured by the word and the things that God had told them that would come upon them as a nation. Uh, they were consumed by it. So what should we be doing? We, uh, verse 17, he tells them what they should have been doing. He said, learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. Those are things that we can be doing as Christians in, in our Christian walk ourselves. And God is pleading with us as Christians tonight to do some of those things that he's outlined there for us to do. And we're not following through on those. Because we are, as he told them in verse 4, we are a sinful nation. We are a sinful people in need of a righteous Savior tonight. While the world might not see it and while you might not think it, we need God's righteousness on our lives. We need the Lord tonight. Uh, every day I need thee, O Lord. Every hour I need thee, O Lord. You need Jesus Christ tonight because we're desolate without Him. We see the desolation that's all around us. We see the voids in people's hearts. We see the voids in families. We see uh, the destruction that sin causes on the lives of people that are out there and because they're desolate and their need for the Lord Jesus Christ. But God, Jesus is beckoning them, come, come to me. Let us reason together. I've got something for you. I've got my son's blood to apply to the sins that are in your life. I've got the Bible. I've got the Word of God, the, the words that will comfort your soul tonight. I have all that. All you have to do is come. Come. Please respond. Respond to the invitation that's there. There's an invitation for all of us. What we need today, he says in verse 16... He says, wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. That means you've got to get some things right in your life. That means you've got to clean up your, uh, uh, your closet. You need to clean it out. Some of us need to clean our closets out uh, and, and throw away some of the things that we've got in there. Some of us need to put away some of the things that so easily beset us that we don't walk and run the race that we should for the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, come and do those things. But we don't respond to God's calling on that. You know, the invitation, and God always provides a messenger. And what an, <clears throat> a messenger, an invitation that he provided in the giving of his word to us. 
the, the Word of God. You've got the invitation that's there. God invites you all the time to pick that Word up. He said, come, come, come to me. Learn of me. Learn of my ways. Learn the things that I've given you. Learn how to take care of your family. Learn how to manage your money. Learn how to love your wife. Learn how to love your husband. Learn how to raise your kids. Learn how to do the things. I I have all wisdom. I was from before, and I'll be after. God has given us all those things. The question is, will you accept the invitation? Will you accept what God has said for that? And so many of us, we refuse to accept God's invitation to us to come. We need to remove those weights. And I urge you tonight to respond to what God is calling you to do in your life and avoid some of those pitfalls that you will fall into. Some of the jagged edges and the, uh, the, the rough roads that you'll have can be avoided if you'll just do what God has called you to do in some of those things. So many people I'm sure that he deals with, so many people I have dealt with in, in work over the years, and, and as you counsel them, and, and, and they come in and they sit down and talk to you and, and you, and you get deeper into the conversation and you ask them if they know the Lord. Oh, I know the Lord, yeah, I, back, da, 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 da. And then you ask them some things, what they're doing in their life. And they're, they're no more following the Scripture and asking God for His guidance in the things that they do and haven't prayed over a thing, but they want God to take care of the problems in their life. But he's been saying, come, all along. I would encourage you tonight to come and let God reason with you and reason with your heart. Turn to the book of John, if you would. John chapter 21. Another instance that we see that someone was called and had an invitation. John chapter 21. We have the story here, and we're all familiar with it. Uh, uh, <clears throat> the story of Peter and Jesus toward the end of the chapter, you know that Jesus had asked Peter, do you love me? And, uh, <clears throat> and we, we, we know all that, but uh, <clears throat> up in the uh, top part of, the, uh, of this chapter in verse 12, Jesus said unto them, come and dine. And none of the disciples durst ask him, Who art thou, knowing that it was the Lord? And uh, we know that Peter was out fishing with the other, uh, <clears throat> the, the, the other men that were there, and Jesus was standing on the shore. It was the Sea of Tiberias, I think it was, as they were standing there, and uh, <clears throat> they had caught nothing, and Jesus had told them to cast their net on the other side, and they brought in a, uh, a great amount of fish that was there, so many that uh, the net wasn't even broken because of what they brought in. And uh, Jesus said, after that they come, uh, come and dine with me. And while some of us tonight have been partakers at the the Lord's table and of his goodness uh, for some time, there's others that have taken a leave of absence. And there's some of us that sat in the pews that took a leave of absence a long time ago. And uh, I would encourage you tonight, the Bible says the backslider in heart is filled with what? 
his own ways. And when we get at that, we may sit at the table, we may come in the church doors, we may do the things, the repetitious things that are there that we uh, uh, think are good, the traditions of men and those things that we think are the right things. But when our heart's not right with the Lord, we may be sitting at the table, but we're not feasting with him. We're not feasting on the things that God has for us. And we see in this story uh, uh, that uh, uh, there's a uh, God feeds them with bread and he feeds them with fish. We know that Jesus Christ is at the table tonight. Jesus is at the table. He wants to dine with you tonight. He wants to uh, fellowship with you as one of his children tonight. And uh, the sweetest fellowship that you can have is with the Lord Jesus Christ. And when your fellowship with the Lord is right, your fellowship with your fellow man, there's no problem with that. I can get along with just about anybody when my heart is right with the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. You say, how can you deal with some of those things? How can you deal with the people that are there? How can he deal with those things that's there? It's because his fellowship with the Lord is where it needs to be. God gives you what you need to deal with the things that are around you. I don't trust in my strength. I trust in the strength of the Lord Jesus Christ and what God can do for me. He gave them bread first and fish afterwards. And uh, uh, I think the bread was a picture of the bread of life. And, And we have to have Jesus Christ first and foremost in our life. First they ate of the bread. And you know you can't do nothing that's of any count, that's worth anything, unless Jesus Christ is first and foremost in your life. That's when it matters. That's when it's good. And then afterward, he gave them the meat, he gave them the fish, and I think that's representative of the other things in life that God gives you that you can use. And uh, the things that you can use for for his honor and glory and things that that are good. Why in the world wouldn't you want to sit at the Lord's table tonight rather than what the world has to offer for you tonight? Why in the world would we do that? The Bible teaches us, and it's very plain and clear. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Any man that loves the world that doesn't love the Father tonight. And, and, And we love those things that Christ doesn't love. They were fishing, of course, to catch fish. But they needed the bread of life more than they did fish. They needed Jesus Christ. And you and I need Jesus Christ tonight. And we don't, we don't look that way most of the time. And uh, uh, we fall short in that uh, area. I guarantee you tonight, if some influential person invited you to come to sit down at a table and eat with them and dine with them, uh, it, it would better you some way uh, in your uh, financial gain or something like that. Most of us would jump at the opportunity to do it. Well, Jesus is beckoning you tonight. Come and dine with me. Come and dine on some of the spiritual food that I have for you. Uh, Come and feast on the things that I can give you tonight rather than what the world can give you tonight. I would pray that uh, you would uh, respond to God's call in doing that. Flip over to the book of Revelation. Revelation. uh, We... Put all these, Revelation chapter 22. Revelation 22. Reponde suvopile. Please respond. God wants you to respond tonight. And he wants you to respond in the right way. If you look at verses 17 
of chapter 22, And the Spirit and bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is a thirst, Come. And whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of this prophecy of this book. If any man shall add these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city uh, from the things which are written in this book. He which testifies to these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come, Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. The last use of come as an invitation in the Bible. God's invitation is always there. And he's always beckoning you to come unto him. God wants you to come unto him tonight. And uh, uh, <clears throat> verse 17, uh, we, we see that the, if you're a thirst, that he wants you to come. Uh, the bride says, come. He that heareth these things, he that testifieth to these things, say, come. Just as there is a beginning and an ending in the Bible, there is a beginning and an invitation to the invitation that God throws out there. The invitation doesn't stand forever. You know, you can get invited to something, but the date's going to pass, and if you don't show up and accept the invitation, it's going to pass. Well, Jesus Christ is going to pass on, brother. God is going to return one day, and the door will be closed. The door to the ark will be shut, and you'll not have the opportunity to do the things that you want to do for the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're not saved, you won't have that opportunity to be saved uh, when the door is shut. You better get on the ark while it's getting time to get on the ark. And you better do the things for Jesus Christ that you can do while you're able to do those things. Uh, while God gives you the physical ability, the mental capacities to do the things that you can do for him, those that you could witness to that you're not witnessing to, those that you can lend a hand to that you're not lending a hand to, those that you can put your arms on and love on because they need your love. They need to see Christ in your life. God is giving you the invitation tonight. It's up to you to accept the invitation and do what God would want you to do with that. You know, there's no fine print. There's no legalese in any of this. Uh, uh, the invitation is just for you tonight. There isn't any, uh, God doesn't put down in here if you don't do uh, this and, and, and follow this and do that. God says if you'll follow what I've given you to do, then I'll, I'll do these things for you. And uh, if, if, what are you going to miss if we don't miss some of the worldly things? I, the things that I thought were important uh, when I was uh, 15, 20 years ago are not so important to me anymore. And, and we don't see that until God uh, brings those things uh, upon us. And uh, uh, we talk about being perfect in the Lord. That word perfect in the Bible, I've been studying on that. And you know what that word perfect is? It's maturity. It's coming to some maturity in the things that are in God. And we are some immature people. I tell you that Christians are some of the most immature people that I've, I've been around in, in my life, just to be quite honest with you. And, uh, and that including me over the years as well. 
And, and we need to see that to be perfect in the Lord is to grow in the Lord. Not stay a babe, not stay a, a, a young man, but we grow, we become fathers, we become those things that God wants us to be. That's the perfection. It doesn't mean you're not going to sin. That doesn't mean I'm not going to fall. That doesn't mean you're not going to have to pray for me and, and, and I might stumble. That means I'm mature in the Lord and I'm trying to grow in Him. I'm reading His Word. I'm praying. I'm asking God to bless those that are around me and bless my church. I'm not being critical of the things that are there. I'm asking God to move and His Holy Spirit fill me in order that the church can grow, in order that people can be saved. That's where our heart needs to be tonight. And we uh, we, we get so uh, uh, self-consumed that somebody has said this or done that or it doesn't go this way, it doesn't go my way, it doesn't matter. As long as it goes God's way, that's the only thing that matters tonight. God is the only one that we're trying to please. But if you don't heed the invitation, you're going to miss out on some of the things that God would have for you and some of the promises that are there. I would urge you tonight that it's appointed unto man. We read Hebrews 9.27 and we always put it towards an unsaved person. But you know what? That goes to you as a saved person as well. It's appointed unto you once to die and then the judgment. You're going to stand at a judgment too. And man, I tell you what, I, <clears throat> there, there's times that I wouldn't want to stand at the judgment with some of the things that I had in my life. And I said I was saved at that point in time too. I wouldn't have, I would have been ashamed to stand before the Lord not having some of the things in my life that I should have been asked God's forgiveness on. Remember, that's for a Christian as well. You are, it's appointed unto you once to die. And you can say, well, I don't fear it. I'm ready to go. Well, that, that, that's fine and dandy. You, you may think you're ready. You better make for darn sure you're ready to go. You better get some things in order in your life. You're, God is a, a God of order tonight. He likes things in order. And Kim gets flustered with me and says I'm OCD sometimes. That's biblical is what that is. God is a God of order. I like putting things in order in my garage. I like things in order in my car. I like things in order in the house. I like order with those things. And God likes order as well. And you need to get some things in order in your life. We all have things we need to rearrange. I got things I need to rearrange. Uh-huh. And you do too. Don't set the pies and act like you don't. We're, we, we've all got areas we can improve in. We haven't reached that level of perfection. Are you assured tonight of your itinerary? You're going to punch the ticket. The ticket's going to be punched, and it's going to be yours. Uh, I was reading uh, uh, a little article the other day about a, a preacher, and <clears throat> actually it was two preachers, and the, the two preachers, one of the preachers had asked the other to go visit one of his friends. He said he's real sick and he's near death. And uh, I, I'd ask you to go visit him because I don't think that he knows the Lord Jesus Christ as a Savior and, and try to be a witness to him. So the, other, the, <clears throat> the preacher said, yeah, sure, I'll go. So he went and, and uh, <clears throat> he's, you know, he said he's not going to make it and he's, he's going to die. So he went to the hospital and, and visited the guy and prayed over him. The, the guy got uh, received the Lord as a Savior. Well, miraculously, God healed 
uh, <clears throat> the, the guy that was in the hospital as, as he had uh, got saved. He ended up uh, starting in the church and ended up serving in the church. Well, about four or five days later, the preacher that had asked him to go visit that old boy, he got sick. And within, within hours, he had cardiac arrest. The, the preacher that asked him to go visit, he said that this guy didn't have long to live. Well, really, it was the guy who was super healthy that was the pastor. He was the one that died in four or five days. We all, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We're not to boast and think that uh, in our minds that we've got tomorrow. Now is the accepted time. Uh, not only for salvation, but for doing those things uh, that we ought to do for him. There's going to come a time that the invitation is going to expire. And it's going to expire for me just as it is you. I would encourage you tonight to respond to what God would uh, uh, want you to do. Make good on that invitation. What are you supposed to do when they RSVP? You're supposed to respond and let them know whether you're coming or whether you're not. Well, you know what? If you do nothing tonight, you know what you're telling the Lord? You're not going to do it. You're not coming. I'm not coming with you, Lord. I'm not going to do what you've asked me to do. But if you respond to God, that's what he wants you to do. He wants you to come. Come. Come unto me, ye that are uh, heavy laden and burdened. He said, cast your care upon me because I care for you. God wants to help you through some of those things that you're going through in life. But you've got to come unto him and give him the burdens that you got as we stand to our feet.